Okay. Good morning, gentlemen. So, we're uh, discussing uh, testimony, establishing things through um, testimony or, or other ways. And um, the question is, if you see that a person does Birkas Kohanim, does that establish that he's a Kohen or not? Is that good enough for us? Um, that's, that's really the subject of our Mishnah. If a person says, I'm a Kohen, so we said, well, you can't necessarily believe him. That, there's perks to being a Kohen. But if he gets up there and does Birkas Kohanim, what, does that tell us or not? So let's go back to the middle of yesterday's page, Haftal and Amad Beis, uh, 24b. Um, the, the Gomorrah began the following, Iboilahu. It's right, really right in the middle. The following question. Let's say, until now, you saw there's testimony. Um, there's testimony that uh, this person did Birkas Kohanim. Would that be enough uh, to allow him to uh, marry a, uh, make the, assume that he's kosher, that he's eligible to marry a Jewish person? You'd like to think that a Kohen is Jewish, right? Or that he's... Uh, Tosus learned that that was on Amad Aleph, that the question was, is maybe he's a mamzer, maybe, but well, how could he be a mamzer? He did Birchus Kohanim. So uh, what, what does that prove, the fact that he, until now, he's gone up there on done Birchus Kohanim? So the more explains, Now, what if he ate truma? Truma is really serious stuff. To eat truma that go, only goes to a Kohen, that must mean he's a full-fledged Kohen. So if he eats truma, then you can assume he has the ichus. And even like, uh, you could ask like that opinion that truma works, would birkos kohanim work? And even like the one that says truma doesn't do it, maybe birkos kohanim does. And the more explains. If you say that if you, there's witnesses that he ate truma, hanimili truma, davomiso. That's, uh, he, nobody would risk that. If you're not a Kohen, the truma, that the sin for eating truma when you're not a Kohen is death. The courts wouldn't enforce that, but it's death at the hands of heaven, but it's still very serious. If you're not a Kohen and you just go up there and do Birchus Kohan, the Isarese. All you did was an Isarese. Um, there's a question whether a non Kohen does Birchus Kohan and when would. Is it only like uh, if he goes together with other Kohanim, or can he do it with the hands? Can he do one hand and not two? It's a whole question. But the most it would be is an Isarase. Odom Oloshna, or maybe there's no difference. The T boy, and you can ask the question that says that over there for Truma doesn't work. When you eat Truma, you eat it privately. People will do lots of stuff privately. But to get up in front of the whole congregation as the Kohen, but for Hesia, publicly, he'll have the coin, Kuli high, low, Maxifinchi. A person wouldn't have that kind of chutzpah to do that. Odilma, Loshna, maybe there's no difference. So that's the Gemara's question. If we know, if we have testimony, a guy comes up from Bavo, we know nothing about him, and uh, he wants to marry a, a Jewish woman, and uh, we, we want to know, well, they, they, in the shul in Bavo, he did Birkas Kohanim. What does that prove? So we said, well, what about if we know he ate Truma? What does that prove? So the more said, you could say, you could ask it both ways. So at the end of the day, it's an argument. Ravchista Ravina, between Ravchista and Ravavina, Chad Omar Malin, one said, if he did Birchaz Kohanim, that's good enough for us, and one said, it's not. 
He says, well, what's the deal? What, can you, uh, uh, if you know that he did Nesias Kapayim, is that enough for the marriage register? So Amalei plucks the Rav Chista Ravina. He said, that's what we just said. That was an argument between those two. Hilcha Samai. And so how do we come out? Who's right? Who's right in this issue? How do we hold? So Amalei, Anamas Nisa Yadana. He said, I know the following. I know the following. Brisa, the Tanya. We learned. Reb Yosef, this is what the, we're in the, we were in the middle of this yesterday, the, this b'risa. We learned the following. Omer Gedola Chazaka. We put great value to Chazaka, what, what a person, um, what's been established. And we'll see in, the, in a few minutes why that's what we mean. Shinamar, <clears throat> this is what it says. Here's the story. There were families of Kohanim that came up by the second temple. Now, the, the, the Vaisheni, uh, the, the people came back, and they wanted to reestablish uh, that they would have uh, work in the base of Migdash and get the stakes and do the service. Now, this was very important. Uh, we'll find that they were very strict on this because if, in order to bring a Corbin, you have to have a Kohen. <laughs> if a non-Kohen brings your Corbin, you, uh, uh, that would make it invalid. So it was very important that when they reestablished the uh, um, avoda that uh, they that they made sure that all the kohanim were legit. Rashi brings that uh, some of the kohanim actually took non-Jewish wives. Now I assume that means they took converts. Uh, that's that's my assumption. Uh, but he, the kohen, if he takes a convert, his child is not a kohen. So even if the dad is a kohen, the kid isn't necessarily. So these kohanim came back, and. Uh, they came back uh, by Bayesheni, but they couldn't prove who, who they had married, who these kids, the lineage of their mother. So they, and so they went to look. Now, uh, they, they thought they packed it away, uh, but they couldn't find it. They, they assumed that every, in those days, I guess somebody gave you a family tree. Somebody verified who you were from. But they were looking for it, and it got lost in the luggage. You know, it happens. So, so they were not accepted uh, to go in the base of Mikdash. And Heter Shasa. That's Daniel, Rashi says. I'm sorry, Nechemia. That's Nechemia. And Rashi, the word Heter Shasta was the name. Uh, Daniel was the cup uh, drinker. He was the, uh, sorry, I keep saying Daniel. Nechemia. Uh, Nehemiah got permission from the king uh, to go up and rebuild the base of Migdush, and uh, he was very close to the powers that be. Uh, what was his role? So in those days, people always tried to kill the king by poisoning the food or by poisoning the wine. So they had a, a very trusted person who would drink it first, and uh, the problem. And so this this uh, uh, Nehemiah got chose was trusted that he was the king's drinker. Now, uh, the problem was, though, that the wine is potentially not kosher. If a non-Jew t- makes the wine, then it's not kosher. So uh, uh, his name, the, the, the Sanhedrin met, and they allowed him to drink because they felt it was important enough that he have that position or that the king not be angry. So the, the name Heter Shasa means he was given a Heter to drink. So the one who was given, so that was his nickname, Heter Shasa. He, he was the one that was able to drink all that non-kosher wine. So, he said, sorry guys, we ain't letting you eat the holy stuff. 
Ad Amud Kohen Le'urim V'tumim. Until we get to Urim V'tumim. So Rashi's great over here. He says, uh, that's never. <laughs> you got to wait for Mashiach. Because by Bayesheni, they didn't get to Urim V'tumim. Uh, the Urim V'tumim was the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol. And you could ask, uh, the, the, the breastplate, is the person standing in front of us a real Kohen or not? And it would light up. There is a Rashi on that. Um, about the... Uh, um, the Urim Vitumim. It's Rashi Heter Ad Omid Kohen Urim. It's about a third of the way from the bottom. It's like a person says, Wait for the Mashiach. So basically, in effect, he gets said, uh, Guys, sorry, you ain't coming in. You're not going to be able to do the surface. Okay, back to the Gemara. But the good news is, you can keep on doing what you've been doing until now. Your chazakas will stay the same. What did you eat in the exile? You got to eat the uh, holy stuff that's eaten uh, outside the Beis HaMikdush, uh, which is truma. You could still eat truma over here. That was the good news. So again, Nechemia told him, sorry guys, you can't work in the Beis HaMikdush, but you can still continue the truma that you used to get outside the Beis HaMikdush. You can still continue to get it here. Now comes the Gemara. But if the rule is, whenever you see a Kohen get up there and do Birchus Kohanim, you let him in the Beis Migdosh. And these guys, I assume that they did Birchus Kohanim in Bavel. Wouldn't you accept them sooner or later in the Beis Migdosh because they're doing Nisias Kapayim? They're doing Birchus Kohanim? So the Gemara said, Shani Hacha. Here it's different. Because here, Normally, if you didn't know anything about a Kohen and he does Birchus Kohanim, you'd say, come to the Beis HaMikdush. But here, where they already were rejected from the Beis HaMikdush, therefore, you're not going to come to uh, uh, make them Kohanim on the basis of Birchus Kohanim. And if you're not going to say like this, there is a view that says as long as they truma, they get accepted in the base of Migdush. Once they truma, wouldn't you accept them in the base of Migdush? So Moore is asking a question, which is there are several things that establish kahuna. And we're saying over here that they couldn't find, when they wanted to be accepted in the base of Migdush, they couldn't find uh, their lineage. Uh, they couldn't uh, bring their family trees to prove that they were kosher for Kohanim. But we said they could continue to do the other Kohen things. But we had an opinion that said that if you do Birkas Kohanim, you're accepted as a Kohen. We had an opinion if you eat Ruma, you're accepted as a Kohen. Elah. So why is it over here, wouldn't, if we're trying to keep them, make it clear that they weren't accepted as Kohanim, how can they do the other stuff? Elah, Meshum Derek, the bottom line of the Gemara. It must be because since we know for a fact that they are barred from the temple, La Meshum Kasko, um, that, that therefore nobody's going to come to. Um, Assume they're a Kohen. Ella, so then the Gemara says, Ella, my Gadu Chazaka. So what are we saying that it's, it's so, Gadu uh, Chazaka is such a great thing? The answer is, Mechor, Akol B'Trumin D'Rabbanan. When they were in Chutz Laaretz, they rabbinic Truma. Hashta Akol B'Trumin D'Raisa. So one answer is, they do get an upgrade. The Truma in Israel is holier than the Truma outside of Israel. Or, Yiboy Sam, if you want, Hashta Nami Trumin D'Rabbanan Akol. Maybe they don't get that upgrade. They're still only eating rabbinic truma. And when we said, if you eat truma, that's good enough to establish you're a Kohen, that's Torah truma. If you're only eating rabbinic truma, that won't do the trick. 
Ella, my gadola kazaka. So what do we mean? It's such a big thing that you get a kazaka. The answer is the afagaf igzimigzimishum trumidiraisa. Well, if you eat trumidirabana, maybe you eat trumidiraisa. It really would be a strong rabbinic reason to do it, but we don't uh, we don't go ahead and uh, do it. Um, so ubetrumidiraisa laochel. You mean to tell me they couldn't eat trumidiraisa? Vaksiv asher loyokem ekadosh kadoshim. You can't eat the super holy stuff. But didn't that imply they could eat pretty holy truma? No, you could explain that to mean you won't be able to eat something called kodesh, which is truma and you won't be able to eat karbanos either. And what does that mean, truma sakachim? What you separated from the holy stuff, it means the karbanos. So, um, what is the truma um, durabanin? So, one second, let me see if I could find the Rashi. There are certain things that the truma is not minatorah, it's only midurabanin. Um, well, one thing is, is the protus outside the land of it. Let's, let's do some Rashis here. Um, Rashi top line uh, second to the line from the Tabitun Rabbanan, Shabagola Hayo, he was in outside the land of Israel. Shane Sham Truman in the Torah. Outside the land of Israel, there's no Torah Truman. The Kol Mitzvah Shituli Ba'orts, those things that have to do with the land, they only apply Minatora in the land, like it says in Kedushin. Or you very say Mahashinavi Trumanoch, Trumas Peros. So this is the Rashi I was looking for. Trumas Peros the Elon Vayerek. Truma from a fruit tree. And from a garden is only midirabanin. The truma minatora is like from the crops, is from the uh, um, is is wheat, oil. Those things are minatora, uh, but a truma from a, a tree like apples or something that's not minatora. Okay, uh, but uh, anyway, moving along. So the bottom line is we're back to the drawing board. Uh, how do we hold with the uh, establishing kahuna? Basically, the case in the Gemara was that they they actually asked for the family tree and they didn't have it. And so the fact that they didn't have it uh, looked bad for them. Everybody else had it. Everybody else who left from Bavel brought their, uh, had it in writing, and these ones didn't. So they, uh, they specifically were not going to come to turn them into Kohanim because everybody knew they didn't get a slot in the temple in the base of English. But what about a regular person we know nothing about and it's not at the time where everybody had the family trees with them. Uh, would they be accepted as a Kohen if we knew they had testimony that they did Birkas Kohanim? That is the question. So Tashma, come in here. Kazaka uh, Kahuna, if you want to establish a Kahuna, so Nesias Kapayim Babavel. If they did Birkas Kohanim in Babavel, they wouldn't let you do it unless you were really a Kohen. Achilas Chala Besur Yefiet Chala, if they gave you Chala in Surah. That was also. Or if they gave you the paw, the jaw, and the maw, they gave you the, the matanus kahuna. It says over there very clearly that if they can prove that you lifted up your hands, you did the birkas kohanim, that means that's proof good enough to us that you're a kohen. My lovely yuksin. Isn't that enough to let you in the base of Migdosh and to uh, be meyuchas as a kohen? The verse says, lo truma. Maybe it only means that we'll give you truma. Isn't it talking about eating uh, if you eat challah, if they gave you challah, that's enough for yuksin. 
By the way, it's interesting. Um, the Svardim, that when the bracha they make on challah is truma challah. Ashvitz Ivanu Lachilas Allah Frushes challah. They don't. They use the word truma in the bracha. Um, the word we're used to the word truma only for that part of the produce that's given to the kohen. But actually, the word truma means to separate. And they, they so the, even on challah they use the word truma, even though it's not truma, it's challah. The word truma itself could sometimes be used for challah. But if you look in their their bracha, it uses that word. So if that's true, uh, if if they it's good enough for challah, they see kapayim liyuksin. The Gemara says no. Lo achilas challah gufa truma. If you eat challah, we let you have truma. And why is that? Because kasaber challah bizman is the derabban, and challah is only rabbinic uh, in this day. We'll have to find out why in a second. Uh, but challah's uh, truma that's minatora. Uh, truma, the obligation to separate truma is minatora. The ob- obligation to separate challah. Uh, they're really a different mitzvah. We uh, we have mitzvahs in many flavors. Uh, one is a mitzvah in the uh, produce of this year's produce, which is way before it comes to market. It's before, and one is the challah is actually from the dough. That's like ready to eat. There's the idea of doing chesed, writing the check. And then there's also doing chesed, direct chesed, like giving somebody the food. And so the challah is like giving somebody the food. You know, even it, it's, it's at a later stage. We, we, the Torah gives, there's like, um, there's many different opportunities to do chesed. Like there's many, and different flavors of chesed. And so that there's, there's the challah chesed and there's the truma chesed. You know, there's the, the, the different kinds of tzedakah. You can donate many different ways. Uh, and you can, if you ate challah, then we can even let you eat truma. Even though challah is rabbanin, that we can let you eat truma. Like that view. But the bottom line is, uh, we're still stuck about birkas kohanim. So it could be challah, that's enough. It could be truma, that's enough. But what about, you don't know what he ate, but what about birkas kohanim? So tashma. Uh, it's a proof to be a kohen if you lifted up your hands uh, or if you were given in the granary. If in, the, in the granary, they gave you truma. In Eretz Yisrael, any place where the, the messengers of the Beisden reached, that meant you were uh, within a mainstream Jewish community. Nesiyas kapayim raya you see from here that Nisiyah lifting up the hands, that's a proof. But not necessarily being given the truma. And Bavel is like Surya. Um, he says even Alexandria and Egypt, if they, um, if they gave you, uh, was a proof. Because they had a set court. Uh, meaning any place, if there's no Bezden in town, so it doesn't prove anything what happened over there. In other words, let's say you go to a small hick town where there's no real rabbi, no real based in. So whatever they did over there isn't proof of anything. But if you were in Alexandria, which, you know, in, in its time, that, that city had a real based in. So if they let you get Kohen, that means something. But what do we see? It says Nesiyas Kapayim is proof. My love, the Yuxin. It doesn't that prove that we see from here... Uh, that Nisias, if you if you lifted your hands, you're a kohen. The Mar says lo lechala. Maybe it's for chala. I do me the chilek ronus. It's talking about giving out food. Michael grossly yuksin, and just like over there, that's enough for yichus. Avnesias kapayim yuksin. 
The Gemara says, no, it's, it's only telling you that it's enough to give you chala. And it's telling you that even though you would, we gave you for truma, now we can even give you the Minatorah. And you can go from truma, which is rabbinic, to chala, which is Minatorah. Like they taught. To Om Ravuna Braid Vishua Ashkilura Bana Bebe Rabbi Yasakoma Fulamandi Oma Truma Sandy Rabbanin. Even if you say Truma today is only Midrabanin, Khala would be Minatora. Why is that? Shari Zain Shakhsa Zain Shakhuku. We find that Eretz Israel, uh, we didn't immediately settle it. It took a while when we first came in uh, to divide it up. They wanted to make sure that everybody was in the right place, everybody got their land. So it took seven years to conquer and seven years to divide it. So we find that even before we moved in, uh, we had to separate Chala. But Truma, we didn't, weren't obligated until uh, everybody was on the farm. I said the opposite. Even if Truma is Minatora, Chala is Midraban. We're getting into a, a side issue. What's more, um, what's more Minatora today? Truma or Chala? Which one is the stronger obligation? So we're, we're bringing kind of both opinions here. Uh, how do we see? Because it says, There it says you got to come in the land. I would have said, uh, it's enough if you get two or three spies. They, Yeshua sent in two spies. So maybe sending in the spies means we're here. Once you send in the reconnaissance, uh, I actually was... Um, you know, they talk about the, uh, the, um, the history of wars. So they, um, I think in World War II, when the Germans, uh, they sent the reconnaissance team. Before the army goes in, they always send a team ahead to scout out the land, the reconnaissance team. And so it's like when you send out the one or two, what the reconnaissance means, it's like you're there. So the Germans had actually done reconnaissance on Moscow in World War II. They were that close. They were on the outskirts. Uh, they were re- getting ready, and, uh, and uh, they didn't then to start snowing, and that was the end of, that was as close as they ever got. Uh, but uh, the question is, maybe that's called you're there once you send in the spies. Uh, no, coming in is coming in. Uh, you're only obligated when everybody's in. But not when only part of the view is in. The key in Ezra, and when Ezra came up, by Bayesheni lav kulusalak. We didn't all make it up. And if we didn't all make it up, so it could be the mitzvahs of Truma are not Minatora. It's only when everybody's in the land, when the whole family's there, then it, we'd be obligated to Truma. By Bayesheni, we didn't all make it back. That's what he wants to say. So the Gemara is really trying to get, uh, we're still where we started, that we didn't prove definitively that Birkas Kohanim does the trick. And we talked about Birkas Kohanim might allow you to eat truma, it might allow you to eat chala, it's similar to them. Well, it kind of depends on if you hold their Torah obligations or not. And we said that you could learn it both ways, depending on the nuance of those mitzvahs, whether they would apply. And we said one thing is that it could be you've got to be in Eretz Yisrael for it to apply, and also you've got to have everybody. Um, let's see a Rashi or two uh, on the Amad Aleph, Rashi. This is Super Sunday, we've got time for Rashi. I was about 10 lines up. Um, it says when you come in the land, in Torah, repeats it. 
more than any coming in the land, never kisava, when you come in, when you come in, that's when the obligation starts. So by by Truma and Meiser, it says from your your pile. It says from your pile, it's specifically yours. Rashi throws in another interesting factor. Meiser has to do with the year of Shemitah, meaning that some years Meiser goes to the poor, some years you take it up to Yerushalayim. So it depends on the year of Shemitah. Shemitah didn't start until the land was conquered. Like it says, so that also would make us think that Meiser didn't start yet. Okay, back to the Gemara Ahmed base. We're still where we started from the morning. We want to know if you can prove in Bavel that they did the Kohen thing. Is that going to, the Birkas Kohanim, are we going to establish him? Now, again, the case we had with Nehemiah was that the Kohanim were missing their family tree. Everybody else had documents and they didn't. So that case you can't prove from. But in a regular, in a case where people didn't necessarily have documents, if you knew that a Kohen did Birkas Kohanim, uh, there was somebody in Shul remembers him getting up there. Would that be proof or not? And we haven't uh, we haven't proved it yet. So Tashma. It establishes for Kahuna if you did the Birkas Kohanim, or um, if you were given out uh, Truma in the granary, the Edus uh, or testimony. If you had if people testified, I know this guy, he's a Kohen. That would also do that. That's the straightforward way. Somebody testify he's a Kohen. I know his family. I know his father was a Kohen. He's a Kohen. That, that'll do the trick. So the Morris says, yeah, but Edus is not a Kazaka. We use the word, the phallic, Kazaka Lakuna. Testimony, Kazaka means he's, he practiced. We, pro- we can prove that he, in practice he did the Kohen thing. Whereas testimony means we don't know, we're not proving, we don't know what he did. But... Somebody testified he's a Kohen. So why are we calling that a, a Kazaka? This is what it means. He's saying, If he did the, the blessings of the Kohen, that's like testimony. My Just like when somebody testifies he's a Kohen, that means he's Meyuchas. So that proof, so it must be that's a proof. The Lord says, no. When the testimony comes from seeing a practice, that's how do you know he's a Kohen? Because you saw him acting like a Kohen. But, so that's not going to be stronger than a Chazaka. Kihi, now we get some stories. Kihi, somebody came in front of Revami. Somebody testified, this guy, he's a Kohen. my Royce, what'd you see? They, in the shul, they always called him up first. They called him a Kohen. Um, so then, he, then, so then they said, um, he, the, In some shuls, they call up the greatest person first. It's the honor to go first. So how do you know he was the Kohen? Maybe he was the rabbi. Maybe he was the honorable person. So Lumar answered, No, they called the Levi after him. So since they called the Levi second, that's the proof that he was the Kohen. Rabbi says, hmm, Fa'ole Rabbi Ami Alpiv. Rabbi said, okay, that's good enough for me. He got the Kohen Aliyah, and the Levi was next, and uh, that was the established shul. That's good enough. 
Somebody came in front of Yeshua ben Levi. They said, I know this guy, he's a Levi. What do you see? So he said, he got the second Aliyah in Shul. So that, that sounds like he's a Levi. So he said, Maybe he was just, uh, he was the second most important person in the Shul. Maybe he got second because he was a great person. How do you know he was a Levi? The answer is Shikor Lefan of Kohen. The Kohen got the Aliyah first. Um, Tosas deals with the question, what do you do when there's no Kohen? So then you go by the order of importance. So, um, uh, we're used to uh, more or less small shuls where people can get an Aliyah. In the bigger communities, some people could go a whole year without getting an Aliyah because there's like so many people waiting so if, you, if you're a big donor to the shul, you'll be the one who gets the aliyah. You know, if you're an important person, or if you're a scholar or whatever, you'll get the aliyah. But otherwise, you've got to wait. You know, who knows when you'll get an aliyah. Sometimes the only time people got aliyahs was in Torah, right? So, the, um, uh, so the, the person who would get it would be the gadol, the big person. So, but if the Kohen went first, then it proves he's a levi. That means he he he, uh, he he appointed him. He declared that he was a levi. Al piv. Another story. Who has the kamei reish lakish? They said this guy is muksik that he's a coin. my rice. What you see? Amalei shikar rishon v'nezek nesses. He got the first aliyah. Amalei. He said to him, that, "That's not enough." Reishi shekila kagros. Did he go on the farm? Did they give him the truma? Amalei. Reb Lazar. V'inaim shem garin. He says, "Well, not every not every place has has grain." Well, if there's no granary, Batakuna, do you want to tell me the guy lives in Siberia? There's no grain. You're not going to have any Kohanim, but do you need that? So Zimnan Habiyasa Kameda Rav Yochanan. Another time, they were sitting in front of Rav Yochanan. Kiyasa Maisa Kame. A similar story happened where a Kohen came in front of him, and they said, "We can testify he got the Kohen Aliyah." Omale Rishlakish. Rishlakish asked the same question. Reisha Shechila Kalagorin. Did you see that they gave him Truma in the Gorin? said to him, Do you mean to tell me that that's a requirement? What do you do if there's no Gorin? So now something clicked to Reish Lakish because Rabbi Yochanan, the Rebbe, gave the same answer uh, to uh, Reish Lakish as Rabbi Eliezer did before. Rabbi Eliezer must have picked it up from Rabbi Yochanan. So now Reish Lakish was mad. He got yelled at twice, so to speak. He Basically, the issue is that when Rabbi Eliezer told it to him, Rabbi Eliezer should have told him in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, and then he wouldn't have made that mistake in front of Rabbi Yochanan. Nobody likes being rebuked. So, he gave Rabbi Eliezer the bishus eye. Uh, let's see, there should be a Rashi. He turned around, he looked at him, and he gave him the evil eye. Shehaven. He understood that he heard it from Reb Yochanan. But you never told him that, that was, you heard that from the Rebbe. That's why I didn't listen to you. I thought that was your opinion. If you had told me it was Reb Yochanan's opinion, um, I wouldn't have said it. Let's see the words. You heard it from Reb Yochanan, who was Bar Nafka, and you didn't tell me in his name. Um, so uh, that was the story. I've um, the um, there are in certain places where if somebody stares in a certain way. When I went to high school, if the if the principal uh, looked at you that way, like you knew you were in really big trouble. 
and that was enough to like you know he stared at you it was like <laughs> we were terrified it was interesting how they you know you know there there was something you know they had the beaches look you know you had that look and you would know i don't know if today it, it, it exists anywhere like that but we somehow if, if you know he was he was staring at you you knew you were like your goose was cooked and that that was enough to keep you in line with if you got like a really good stare like somebody would make some noise during davening and he would like give you today you stare people ignore you <laughs> it's like the but uh but in some places they have that bishus look okay rabbi verbia uh there's two stories rabbi verbia had ola ben alpi avilakuna one of them accepted a father's testimony that the son was a kohen he says i'm a kohen my son's a kohen which means basically his wife was kosher for kuna and the other one accepted, his brother said, I'm a levy, my brother's a levy. So which one was which? It's probably Rebbe who was, uh, the father was enough. This is my son. You never met him, here's my son, and he's a kohen. That's enough to marry him. It's not enough for Yuxin, for that you need more evidence. And also, the father, um, the father is not impartial. In other words, the father, but it's enough for truma, but not enough to establish him as a kohen. He says, "Wait a second. If you're going to trust him, we're going to give our truma to this guy. So, it, because his father said he's a kohen, So, why don't you trust him to uh, to get married? What's the deal here?" And if you don't trust them that he's a Kohen to get married, either you trust the dad or you don't. Amale says, I'll tell you, I trust him for Truma because the dad eats Truma, he can give to his kid. So, since anyways, if he wants to give him Truma, he could, and I'm sure he does, so we can give him Truma as well. But on the other hand, we don't believe him as far as marriage goes, because he can't do a marriage without the basin. So, but you see from that story to Saim, uh, you see that that was Rebbe. He said that you believe a father that he's a Kohen. Who made a Rebbe? Rebbe, Ella ben Lakuna. So if you see if the rabbi that accepted the testimony of the father for the son for Kahuna, you see that the other rabbi must be Rebchia, Ach, Alpi He must be the one who accepted the testimony of a brother for Livia. Rebchia, Maishna ben Delo Karavu, Eitzolaviv. Um, well, why, what would the difference be between a son and a brother? So the, if you tell me you're not believed about your son, the karavu, because the son is a relative, your brother also is a relative. So why would you accept one and not the other? If you accept the testimony of a relative, accept the dad, accept the brother. Or accept the brother, accept the dad. What's the difference? This will be a cliffhanger. You'll have to wait till tomorrow to discover that one. Okay.